the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. When you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to a special edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman, your happy host, coming to you from Rahagi's, Rahagi's Sporting Enterprises in Corona. This is the Disneyland for firearms. You have a chance to do everything you want here. We just uh, finished a great shotgun round with Protect the Harvest out here. Uh, 50 rounds of Sporting Clays. Had an absolutely fantastic time with my squad. And one of the sponsors, or the founder actually, of Protect the Harvest, protecttheharvest.com, is sitting here with me today, and we're very lucky to have him. Who we have here is Forrest Lucas, Forrest Lucas of Lucas Oil. Uh, they make some great gun, gun care products. They also make a whole lot of automotive additives, which are probably the slightly larger part of your business, right, Forrest? It, it is a, a large part of our business, but our gun oil, uh, one of the first products ever made was gun oil for some guys here in California who had bunch of old Tommy guns, and they were locking up on them, so that's me to make a gun oil, so I did, so I, I said, uh, so I'll make something for the guys back east, you know, who are actually hunt, so the, <laughs> I made the only odorless gun oil, you know, and, and we, you know, we, we used it as one of our sales tools for years and years, but now we made a real one for the AR-15s, and it's actually being tested right now at Aberdeen Proving Ground, they asked for it. So. It's, a, it's great stuff, I use it too, uh, Lucas Gun Oil, so check it out. Um, now, the reason that we're here... Uh, actually, I think you you flew out here from Missouri, from Missouri, right? I flew out here from Indiana. Indiana, but yeah. you're from Missouri. We are, we are, we have a cattle ranch in Missouri, okay. And uh, but our, our main factory is in southern Indiana, and okay. our main house is in northern Indiana. Now you came out here just for this shoot, but I understand yes. that there actually happened to be a car race sometime this week. Uh, maybe tell me a little bit. Yeah, about that. that is the beginning of the NHRA series, the NASCAR uh, series. We uh, have it this coming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I'll at the Winter Nationals in yeah, Pomona. That's so right. It was nice that they actually held that car race in conjunction with this shoot. You know, it was nice, so you could do both. It actually was really, really handy. So I got here a couple of days ago, so I got to do uh, you know some traveling around yesterday. Uh, I should be out here a couple of times a month, but there's so many other things going on anymore, especially now that Protect the Harvest is, is up and running. It takes a lot of my time just for doing that, you know. So, uh, so what, what I'm teasing him about here, folks, is the Winter Nationals. He actually has two top fuel funny cars, right? Two top fuel dragsters. Dragsters. And, and he sponsors several other cars your son's driving. Yeah, I'm working with one of the top fuel dragsters, and John Forrester, we sponsor his with the oil, the oil sponsorship, and uh, we have more than oil. Then the, uh, You're a busy man. Busy man, yeah. So he's a busy man with a very successful company, Lucas Oil. He's running dragsters. He's got the NHRA Sportsman Series. But something happened to you personally that made Protect the Harvest come alive. You want to tell us a little bit about that? I I was glad to. Uh, we have a 16,000 acre cattle ranch in Missouri. And uh, year 2010, one of my cowboys called me up in Indiana, where I was at at the time. And I uh, wanted to know if they could put some, you know, posters along the side of the highway. We have several miles of highway out there. 
And I said, well, what's it about? And he started explaining it to me. And I said, well, that's HSUS. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're coming here to try to pass Proposition B. So uh, so in Missouri, they're trying to pass Proposition B in 2010, HSUS. For those of you who don't know and are playing along at home, HSUS, that's the same people we run into all the time. HSUS stands for the Hypocritical Society of Urban Snobs. Um, they have another name, but that's the only one that really fits them, as far as I can tell. How about that? Well, that's a pretty good explanation for it. Uh, I'll tell you this, that whatever you see on television, when you see somebody talking about a poor old cat and dog on a commercial there, please send us money, it's a lie. All that money is going to go to somebody's pocket and to actually do uh, political work against us. Absolutely. You know, I looked at, the, I think it was 2013 or 14, I looked at their tax return, that you can get a 1099 online because they're a nonprofit. Yes. In, now, you're a successful businessman. I'm just going to ask you this question. On their tax return, they were allowed to put $14 million down as a miscellaneous expense. Can you do that? Absolutely not. Not a penny as a miscellaneous expense. $14 million. So I guess, what, what, I guess there's not a, a tax line item for buying congressmen, buying state legislators, and how many politicians you pay for, right? There's no line they, item for they, that? They were uh, very big in helping our president get elected the first time, as I understand it. And the second time. And, and no doubt. Yeah, and they've also moved, I think it was $50 million offshore because they started losing lawsuits. They, they caused... Tremendous yes. havoc. Uh, they did it with the, the circus company, Ringling Brothers. Ring, right. They lost $15 million to them. And after that, they moved $50 million offshore to the Cayman Islands. And the reason they do this, folks, is it's protected from lawsuits. So you can't attach it when it's offshore. So it didn't, they're not going to change their ways. They're just going to try and protect their assets. Mm-hmm. And they've got $50 million bucks in that one go-around that they put offshore. Um, how many shelters do they run? Uh, none. So how many puppies do they save? Actually, they try to kill everything they can, from my knowledge. They have, they have at, le- at least neuter it, but, but mostly this, if it possible. And that's death kill. if you ask me. Yeah. Um, so you have an organization that is a political animal that pulls on the heartstrings of American citizens. That's right. And everybody loves puppies. Everybody yeah. loves kittens. You know, we don't like cats, but kittens are okay. Yeah. Um, you know, this is where America lives. We, we live with our animals, and, and we enjoy them, and they pull on these heartstrings. They create these horrible sound bites and, and terrible commercials and that money is used specifically against anti-hunting that we've yes. run into here in yes. california they are the ones who are behind ab 711 the non-lead ammunition and they're the ones who now control our wildlife commission board on the fish and game department so yes. who has now decided that their mission is to protect the animals from the hunters that's it's not about creating more animals and habitat it's about stopping hunting that's that's our hunting commission. That that's right. I, I was told by a, a gentleman several years ago that actually has a radio show in Sacramento that uh, there's a school here in California whereby everybody who comes on the fish and game uh, goes through them. Kind of go, yeah, got, they have a school for it. They have to go through there and learn the uh, all the HSUS stuff before they come to work for the state. Yeah, it's a politically charged organization at this yeah, point. Extremely. So anyway, so this. Um, the bill in Missouri came up and it affected you, and HSUS was behind it. What was that bill? Called Proposition B. Proposition B. And uh, what would it have done? Well, on its surface, it was like everything else we do is a lie. It would, uh, on the very surface, uh, it would look like uh, they're going to take care of cats and dogs and make sure that everybody else has to. Well, those laws are already in place, but you dig into it a little bit and you realize that. They would have taken in all animals because they use the word pet. And in Missouri Constitution, they wrote in there pet. And a pet is anything that can live within 15 feet of your house. So 
when you get down in there, they start getting the mathematics. You know, take acres and acres of uh, around, uh, room just to have a puppy, just one dog, you know, and a bitch. And you, you probably would have to have a whole farm. But you're only allowed so many animals. You can only breed your animals every 18 months. So if you got a bull, for instance, you know, like I, I raise cattle, I'm very fan. Bulls are busy. I have a fantastic herd of registered cattle. So, yes, I have my bulls are busy. It, so it would have taken them all in, but. Uh, uh, I got some really good guys there uh, behind me on the. Uh, so, so once again, this is a bill that they proposed to uh-huh. save puppies and cats, and instead it would attack agriculture. We had the same thing here in California uh, a few years ago. Some of the bills that got passed were so chickens could have more room because they'd ran these these. We fought it. We fought that thing. For, I was living in California when that got passed, and I knew what was happening then. But you know, you couldn't. You seen the price of chicken lately? I, uh, I I actually paid to get an omnibus brief put into uh, out here, but you know I don't know how much good it's going to do with uh, with uh, the Ninth Spring, Circuit Court. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, Ninth Circuit is yeah. Ninth Circus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they are pretty radical on most times. I, I, don't, um, I don't expect anything to come out of it. So what's happened now is is farmers lose more chickens because with the larger cages they actually fight each other, they tear each other right. to pieces. Exactly chickens right. are not. You nice. have to cut the, you have to cut their nibs off if they get a bigger bigger cage. Yes. Yeah. So you have to maim the animal because yes. they don't live well with others. Right. And people who live on a farm know that. Yes. Absolutely. People who vote in the cities don't. That's right. Yeah. So they they destroyed our markets out here in Southern California. They're trying to do this as an anti agricultural measure. So you decided to fight this. Yes. And you came up with? Well, we, uh, we took them. I only had a few days to do it. So when I got, got to Missouri, uh, you know, I have a production company here in California, but it's all about racing. They don't really think about racing. Right. So I, I lucked out and found a, a group of guys there, four guys, who came down there. Or they lived in Missouri, but they thought some, some of the big ad groups would pick them up. So they were prepared for the radio ad and a television ad. So uh, I was introduced to them. And... Uh, uh, we went and did a couple of back and forth on their ads and uh, uh, and uh, brought it out and we had six days and that six days we took it from fifty one or from sixty seven I think went to fifty one and we were forty nine so we we won every ag county and uh, as such as a as a proposition the Senate and House were allowed to decimate the thing take everything out of it that it was bad mm-hmm. actually put in a little good stuff uh, for animals and. Uh, and a sale to the House and uh, Senate and the, and the governor's office you became fixed law. It. Yeah, we fixed it. Yeah, so you it. saved agriculture in a state like Missouri, which is very agricultural dependent. Very agricultural dependent, and we gave HSUS the first big butt whipping. That's that's a perfect way to do it. Folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out at FiringLineRadio.com or on Facebook, Firing Line Radio Show. And I'm here with my special guest, Forrest Lucas. We're going to pick him up on the other side of this commercial, LucasOil.com, ProtectTheHarvest.com. We're out here at Rahagi's having a great time. Wish you were here. We'll be right back after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. 
For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick! Hello, folks. Welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman here. Check us out on our website, firinglineradio.com. And as always, we'd like to thank our sponsor, one of our main sponsors, Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. And we want to stress the importance of safety in firearm usage. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or target shooting, it's important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. Vince and I highly recommend you attend a certified firearm safety and training course, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essential to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense. You don't only have the right, you have the obligation to self-defense. And with that right comes the obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For more information about the certified firearm courses, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Guys, this should be on your speed dial by now. 951-823-0211 or visit BullseyeSport.com for a schedule of classes. Because at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo, they believe in safety first. Thank you very much, Vince. Um, he's an awesome sponsor. Wish he was here today, but he's got to be running the store. Actually, his wife's probably running the store. He's probably at the beach. That's, you know. <laughs> okay. That's what she says. Okay. Anyway. Hey, folks, I'm joining back here with Forrest Lucas of lucasoil.com. Um, he's also, you know, not only did they make great gun oil, which I use, and their AR-15 lube is, is awesome stuff. Um, it is. Yeah, I know it is. Oh, just in case you hadn't heard, <laughs> okay. that's what I'll tell you. <laughs> Might sell a batch of that or two. Anyway, um, they have great gun products, but... One of the things that I love about this is you took your passion and you put your energy where it can be harvested for the most good. And in doing so, you created Protect the Harvest for something very specific in your life. But you didn't stop there. It's not, okay, my farm's out of the woods. I quit, right? I got mine. Right. You took the fight to the hypocritical society of urban snobs. After about four months of uh, fighting that battle, which it took about four months to uh Get all the politicians turned around in our direction because HSU is over there fighting and threatening the politicians. But, um, like I said, we won every ag county where we ran the ads. So, 
It took three or four months. I forget exactly how long to get it done. But during that time, I realized that nobody was fighting these guys. No big company standing up, no ag group, no anybody. So I knew there's a lot of people out there. They operate very sneakily. And one of the things that they hit here in California, um, the gal who runs California is is Jennifer Fearing. You may have run into her before. I've heard of her. Yeah. Well, we've all heard of her. And uh, she had a special day job in addition to being the lobbyist for HSUS. And that was she walked the dog for Governor Jerry Brown. She was in his house every day to walk his dog. So she had the ear of the higher-ups, right? Uh-huh. Uh, we went to a meeting out here in Southern California for the Fish and Wildlife Commission about the implementation of the non-lead ammunition ban. And uh, the, the commissioners took the time to thank her for the $5,000 donation that she gave them for canines, for the canine program. Now, here's an anti-hunting group getting the ear of these people for $5,000 when there are 230,000 hunters in the state of California who paid $50 a year for their hunting license, plus another $50 for all the tags. We didn't get one mention. We were persona non grata. But for five grand, she had the ear of that entire committee. I mean, these people are that politically savvy and that smart. They embed themselves in situations. They're like parasites. Can I say that online? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, They're can. just like parasites. Has well, that been your experience? I, they, they're, they're parasitical, if you ask me, because they, they don't work for their money. They, they steal it from people. They sue them. They sue people for money. Sue people for money. A lot of people a lot of people didn't sue, but... They beg and they, they sue. They beg and they sue. Yeah. So, okay. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but just to yeah. tell people how they operate and what you've had to deal with on that. And you've decided to take Protect the Harvest nationwide. When, when we got done winning, the, the, uh, I had these four guys working for me, and I said, look, and they, they said, well, what are we going to do now? Because they've been side to side with us all, all the way through this. I said, well, we're going to go in the offense. So that's when I said, we need to go out and make, find a name, an ag name of some kind, you know, that we can use so we have a website so people put information there and have a place where people, if they want to donate something, they can, you know. Because it's not just hunting. They're after changing a rural, the Absolutely. rural way of life. They, you will be a vegan, and then consequently, lots and lots of people will be starving to death if they have their way, you know, just like they're trying to stop the farming here in, in California, you know. That's, yeah, these guys, they're actually against agriculture. Yes. See, they're that's, vegans, yeah. but they don't want you to grow anything either. That's right. So what are they going to eat? They, well, they don't want you to use any... Uh, Genetically modified food, well, or even pesticides or pesticides, herbicides. So, so, I mean, you cannot. We will not be able to grow enough food to feed ourselves. They don't. Under, they don't understand that they can't grow their own food plot on the balcony of their condo. There's not enough. They think they can. They think, oh, well, I can grow uh, some rosemary and some basil. You cannot generate enough at your own little urban dwelling. I don't care what you put on the roof. It, it doesn't happen. That's why we're out here trying to tell this story to the whole world. You know, and it, it's a hard one to tell. It's hard because people don't, they don't really believe me when I tell them what these people are like. Uh, they look at me like, oh, man, you're making this stuff up just because you like to hunt or whatever. But no, these people are deceitful. These people, um, they, they play dirty on every single thing that they do. Uh, they use money and influence in ways that are Machiavellian to say to upgrade it to Machiavellian, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they, they have politicians in their pockets because they control the puppy lobby. They do, but we have one thing that we're uh, a new weapon that we're going to try on them. That's uh, motion pictures. 
Now, let's talk about that, because you had two of them, I think, you've made so far, haven't you? We, we, we've made uh, four, but three of them have a message uh, in it. Now, the one with the veterinarian and the hound dogs, when is that coming out? That will be the first one. Probably, we're trying to get that set right now. It'll be probably in the spring, you know. Okay, well, that's a month away here. Yeah, it, it might be. Well, it's been a... We're trying to do it all is right, you know, and part of it is making sure you got all this lined up to come out the right time and uh, you got the right contracts. And here's well, here's a story. The story that we're talking about, this is a veterinarian in the South who raised animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, he raised dogs, mm-hmm. uh, hunting dogs, right? Yeah. And they did the same thing to him that they've done out here in the city of Chino in Ontario. We used to have a lot of cattle operations out here. And they would put a plant inside and tell this person right. to do something and videotape it and pretend that that's what always happened out there so they could get public perception on their side right. and, and drive these things. I was living here when that happened, and they had to shut down the slaughterhouse. Yeah. And as a consequence, you know, this is the biggest dairy country in the world out here, but there was no place to take your old cow. This was a dairy preserve until they destroyed it. It was. Absolutely destroyed it. Yeah. We're sitting here in the middle of, of what was a dairy preserve. To my left, uh, which is actually east of where I'm sitting, about... I don't know, 1,500 yards, almost a mile out there. Uh-huh. That was the last dairy ranch. It's now going into homes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I still use the airport out here. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so tell us some good things that you're doing, some victories you're having. Well, uh, we we are, are dealing a lot with the, the horse industry now and uh, making a lot of good friends over there uh, and the uh, AQHA and... The American Horse Quarter Association. Horse yeah, Association. Yeah, Rainy Horse, so on. There's a horse show with people. Uh, we've got a lot of things. We've, we've won a few battles in uh, different levels in uh, state governments. we got the Right to Farm bill passed in Missouri as well as uh, North Dakota. We're working on one for, Missouri, or for Oklahoma this year and Indiana also. Uh, there's lots and lots of more people realizing that there is somebody out here now. Us, you know, we've been out here five years now, and I got people from all over the country trying to make appointments to have get-togethers like we're having right here today. Uh, at least talk to me about it because there's nobody else to help them in their, in their mind. I'm, some of these guys are pretty powerful guys, right? But they see they see uh, what's coming down, and there's nobody else to help them if we don't. Yeah, this snuck up on us. They've been planning and plotting, and all of a sudden it's like a tidal wave. You know, we're in the shallow waters now, and it's a big hunk of water coming at us. Well, it, it, it is, and uh, but they've been, I've been following them since they started throwing dye on people, you know, years and years ago in Europe. And uh, I think it's the first thing that started over here was PETA. And uh, I, I followed all those guys all the time, watched them, with the things they did. I, I watched them when they destroyed the dairy industry here and the poultry industry. Passed a bill there that came into effect first year uh, about the, the cages here. Right. Uh, and, and you can't import eggs from Arizona or Nevada or Washington or anywhere else. You can't import eggs. They have to be from the same conditions. They have to be yeah. and live in the same conditions there. Which forces, and eggs are typically the cheapest kind of protein a family That's can buy. That's right. If, if it's somebody that can't physically... Fix a meal otherwise, or financially fix a meal otherwise, they can surely get around enough to crack a few eggs and, and, and yeah. feed themselves. And like they're that. taking that it's away. It's the from most us. important food in the world. Yeah. Forrest, I want to thank you for your work you're doing here. Folks, lucasoil.com, protecttheharvest.com. Um, find out, you can check them out on their Facebook page. 
Get involved with them. They are fighting the fight. They're stepping up. They're doing that. This is an extremely busy man. Uh, he's out here in the heat talking to me. And he'd rather be inside and, and having a good time. But it's doing this because it's important, and we want you to get involved, too. So protecttheharvest.com. Thank you for being here. Thank you very much for having me, and thank you for being here. Thank you. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hello, folks. Welcome back to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. Check us out on our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show, or online at FiringLineRadio.com. Just had a couple of great sessions there with Forrest Lucas, LucasOil.com, and he is the founder of Protect the Harvest. They're doing everything they can out here, folks, to uh, stop the Humane Society from changing our way of life. Our way of life meaning if you like hamburgers, they're helping you. Um, it's not just about hunting. This is about everything as far as our way of life is concerned and uh hamburgers and steaks are, are part of that joining me i have chad carlson chad carlson from prado olympic shooting park chad you actually shot in our squad today and i think you're high gun oh wow well you're nipping at my heels phil <laughs> well you're a sponsor i had to let you win because yeah, oh you know, i, I, I see how win. it is <laughs> <laughs> there's no way i could have caught him i'm just teasing also joining us here i have matt taylor matt taylor has been on the show we hunted in mexico together and and uh, wyoming and colorado and a few other places a good friend matt welcome back thank you so we're out here today this is a fundraising event for protect the harvest it's a great wednesday afternoon i think it's the hottest day of the year or ever for february it's got to be 90, I think. It's yeah. smoking. So we're out here. We're, we're bearing the heat to support a good cause, and that's Protect the Harvest. And, Chad, you're over here at Rahagi's, but you own Prado Olympic Shooting Park. And this was obviously something that was so important to you that you came over here for. Yes, I do. It's a great organization. The guys the guys out here at Rahagi's Lincoln and Pad do a wonderful job. It's, it's great to be out here and, and see everybody support and uh, protect the harvest. Matt, how about you? Absolutely. I, I, <clears throat> obviously, the uh, this environment is a great environment to be in, and, and certainly like being around with you fellas, shooting some guns and enjoying the day. It's been a nice day. So we, we got out here. Uh, we had 10 different stations, and we shot five at each, and it was a single and then a report pair that we got to go. Um, I think everybody was shooting 12 gauges in our, in our crew, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, if we only shot twice, some of us shot three times. I think that was you, wasn't it, Bill? Well, there's a magazine there for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Taking full advantage of it. <laughs> you know, 
the state says I can't have any more than ten. Doesn't say I can't put all three in. So, you know, we'll have to check the velocities on those too. Absolutely, it's like the tagline at the end of the show: when you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. Shoot and shoot often. Shoot early, shoot often. But we're out here having a good time. Sporting clays. Um, is this the first time you shot sporting clays, Matt? Uh, I think it's the third time. So tell us a little bit about what it's like. Well, you know, it's it's kind of interesting because when you get to the first station, or, or there's actually ten stations, <clears throat> and uh, each one's different. So it kind of gives you a variety of different shots. And, you know, for me, I, I, I think it's kind of an advantage when you get there to be able to see what's actually being shot first because or being um, released as they come out to pitch the, the clay targets, um, and, and it's 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 quite. I, I find it quite fascinating because it allow it allows you. I think if you go through all ten stations to become what we'd consider a better shot. Whoop, a bias here, but uh, it, it definitely challenges every aspect of your shooting, and and certainly <clears throat> watching Chad and and his ability to shoot was was a was a good lesson for me to know when. You know his follow through and, and his aim was was quite uh, was quite impressive. I think we actually docked him some points because he let some chips fall out of the sky. He didn't powder they were everything. A too big. Yeah, you, you're on the size scale. I'm sorry, there was a one inch chip off of that bird. That doesn't count. Sporting clays is awesome. It's it's one of those when you shoot, it's smoking clays. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are too nice. Um, but it, it's a lot of fun, and and half the game is just. Uh, Getting your eyes trained for the speed of the speed of the birds and kind of gauge—that's what I enjoy the most about sporting clays—is looking out and planning on what bird I'm going to take first and where to break. You got to have a game plan. It's a lot of fun. He tell us this now. Did no. he tell you this earlier? Man? No, he said just point and shoot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he said when it slows down to a slowest point, he told then me you to, need to squeeze and yeah, don't squeeze hard. <laughs> he told me to get it on the skip off the ground. It's yeah. a controlled jerk. <laughs> controlled jerk, exactly. <laughs> That's why we have a producer on the show. I'm yeah. the controlled jerk yeah. on the show. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but, yeah, he said to shoot it off the first bounce off the ground, and if it doesn't break, it doesn't count. We left a few for, for seed out there, guys. We, you know, <laughs> we were grow perfect. Some more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, sporting clays, I think what I like best about this shotgun sport, I mean, trap is predictable. You're going to get in a station, you have five different things, and only five different things are going to happen, and it's the same five things every time you go. Um, so, you can almost get in a bit of a rut with trap shooting sometimes. It doesn't mean it's easy, and, and uh, I'm not shooting 25s every time I go out there, but uh, Skeet is kind of the same thing. You know, I've seen guys who are really, really good put the gun on their leg and with timing just pull, boom. And they're standard games, you know. That's right. where that's where everybody starts up. And when you get into a rut shooting one of those, it's time to move on. And this is the best place to do it. To, and, and if you hunt, this is the best practice you'll ever find for hunting live birds. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we even had some birds. They lived. We didn't shoot at them, but there's some birds flying over the course there, too. And some squirrels that were uh, attempting to uh, survive as well. They were taunting you. I saw Laugh- them. Laughing and waving. <laughs> <laughs> squirrels are in season. Yeah. Always. How do you shoot a squirrel from 100 yards with a shotgun? About a four-foot hold. Yeah. <laughs> Bigger shell. Yeah. yeah. Number number eight shot in getting out there. It's stopping about 80 yards. Um, anyway, we had a good time out here. Um, now, tell us about Prado, what you have going on there. 
Well, we have we have uh, our usual IPSC and IDPA matches going every month. Um, we're always open to the public out there Tuesday through Sunday. So come on out. Anybody wants to learn how to shoot, trap, and skeet, great place to start out. And, you have coaches uh, available? Yep. we got instruction on hand to get if you're a first-timer, come on out and try it out. And uh, Gun you know, rentals? Yeah, gun rentals. we got everything that you're looking for. We can take care of you. So a guy can just show up off the street. And say, Chad, I need help. Absolutely. And uh, you don't do counseling sessions. Once in a while, but those are out back. <laughs> <laughs> therapy, therapy. We need therapy. Yeah. So group therapy means shooting a tight, a tight uh, group. Yep. So anyway, um, you can go out there. You can just show up and say, I want to learn and rent a gun. Pay for the pay for your birds. Nice, safe environment. Somebody will be there to help you. Absolutely, coach you through it. Show you how to hold the gun. We have some great package deals going on right now too for first timers. Just uh, you know, tell uh, come to the counter. Tell them you heard us on AM five ninety, and uh, we'll we'll it's go free. through. We'll that go through free. the packages. It's not I free. wish. <laughs> Phil Payne. Phil. Is, is yeah, it Phil Payne? We'll send AM590 the bill. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine with me. Yeah. Go ahead. But we do have some great packages to get to get folks. If you don't own a shotgun, come on out. We have handgun rentals also, and we got a, we got a great staff that will be happy to work with you and get you going. And it's nice. It's safe. It's controlled. You've got a great facility out there, so you even have some shade to stand in when you're you not gotcha. shooting. Which on a day like today, you need every bit of it. So you mentioned IDPA and IPSC. Matt, this is the next the next thing we're going to be doing together here. Um, tell them a little bit about IDPA. Your IDPA is uh, International Defensive Pistol Association. It's for those that if you uh, want to compete coming out of the holster in a, in a in a concealed carry type mode, that's how like, the match like is set up. Like Clint Eastwood, and and, few and, dollars more. Yeah, and we have a moving a move and shoot type scenarios. Uh, set up. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Ipsic, same thing, except it's a little more uh, game you know, oriented. Game oriented, faster, uh, a lot more shooting than your IDPA. IDPA is set up to be more uh, realistic, whereas Ipsic's more of a shooting. You know, it's a shooting match for right. sure. And the IDPA, it's it's great defensive pistol. I mean, it's you draw from concealment, so you have a holster, but it's hidden, and you have to pull back your your garment draw, fire, change magazines, move locations. There's a course of fire. It's a lot of fun, and they do a lot of uh, – Leaf is out there. He, he does a lot of um, – Leaf does a great job. The stages are getting better and better yeah. every month. Um, it's nice designs, and it's fun. It's a ton of fun to do. Out-of-the-box stuff, and uh, and that's what keeps the match going as strong as it has is the creative stage buildup. Yeah, you'll go out there and you'll shoot, you know, 200, maybe 250 rounds uh, for a course, eight, eight different yeah. stages. What caliber of gun? Whatever you're going to carry, from okay. 380 to 45. Oh, okay. And so, they'll get you classified up in the right place. And, it, you know, they got a knowledgeable staff. If you're first-timer, you can shoot with a beginner-type squad. They have their ROs there to walk you through the whole thing. It's a ton of fun. Wow. And it's inexpensive. It's yeah. inexpensive for the match. Um, exactly. You can sign up the day of. And I think that's the first and third Saturdays. First and third Saturdays of every month. And uh, they usually do the shooter brief and check-in start at 8 a.m. Did you guys catch the um, um, what happened in New Hampshire here, the presidential race? Yes. So who won the, the New Hampshire primary? Trump. 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 Yeah. Well, wasn't he talking? To, this just came to my mind here because my mind wanders. But <laughs> no, <laughs> topic shift. <laughs> well, I wasn't Shooting to get this part Trump. in here. That's pretty good. Man, we go. <laughs> well, he is a Second Amendment supporter, um, but his big thing is build a wall, right? Yes. Build a wall. Build a wall. Build a wall. Well, you know, instead of building a wall around Mexico, 
why don't we build a wall around Washington, D.C.? And why don't we build a wall around Sacramento? And why don't we build a wall around San Francisco? That would be perfect. It's a lot less concrete. Matt, yeah. you can run the rebar for us. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think whoever's going to win as president, that's, we're going to build a wall, we're going to encircle D.C. and pave it. I think that's a good, good Sounds idea. Sounds like a plan. Folks, there's your political uh, hit job for the for the day. This is Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. I'm here with Chad Carlson, owner of Prado Olympic Shooting Part, and Matt Taylor. And we'll be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Hi, folks. Welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Neyman here. We're having a great time out at Rahagi's, where we just shot the sporting clay course for Protect the Harvest. Protecttheharvest.com, as you heard earlier on the show, I had Lucas Oil, uh, Forrest Lucas on, lucasoil.com. They are huge supporters for Protect the Harvest, and they make some fantastic gun oil, so check them out. Joining me on my right, your left, if you're playing along at home, I have Kirby Lambert. Kirby was on my shooting squad today. He had a Winchester, beautiful Winchester 101. Did an awesome job with that. Thank you for joining us, Kirby. Hey, you're more than welcome. It was a great time to be out here other than the heat. Oh, it's only 90. It's only 90? Come here in August, then we'll talk heat. Also joining me, I have Al Whitehouse. Al Whitehouse, um, had a great time shooting with you today. Thanks, buddy. You're very welcome. Lovely day to be out here. Fantastic. You're awfully nice uh, uh, way this has been put on by uh, Protect the Harvest and all the support you get from Lucas Oil. It's incredible. It is. You know, they're also out here for the Winter Nationals. Um, I was teasing him that it was nice that he found something else to do since he came out for the shoot and to be on my show. So it was nice that he actually had a car race he could just join, jump in on. Oh, that's great. So, but it's, it's a great that they have this kind of support because you've got a, a company that the majority of what they do is, is automotive, obviously. And a small portion is in the gun products, but he's taken a stand. And it's, as you see from the hundreds of whatever people are out here, they're having a great time. They're supporting the cause. They understand that this isn't just a hunting issue. This is a lifestyle issue that, that they're fighting for. It takes me back when I was a kid. My dad was really big. He was in the Army shooting team. So I got to be around guns a lot. And it really means a lot. My son's been brought up around guns. And he's noticed that nowadays kids don't get exposed to that kind of stuff and it's too bad that they can't go back to being kids and getting out in the woods and instead of sitting in front of the video 
you know, it's a great wholesome sport to get involved in, and you can do it at just about any age and any different type of uh, equipment that you want to get involved in. So it's a wonderful sport, and again, this is a wonderful facility out here that Rahagi's got. You know, this really is. It's just it's nice. It's got a lot of nice trees. There's nice shade. And, you know, if you show up, if you're a first-time shooter, I know they have a lot of Groupon specials and stuff. And uh, just look for those. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say how cheap they are because Pat Rahagi would get mad at me. But um, they're really cheap if you look for his Groupon specials. But I won't say that because Pat Rahagi would get mad at me. <laughs> Go Groupon. <laughs> so, anyway, he's got a... Um, you can come in here if you've never shot before. They have instructors. They have gun rentals. They have inexpensive ammunition. They always seem to have ammunition, which is a nice thing, too. And in addition to that, they've got pistol bays and, um, and a rifle bay. You can just about shoot anything you want to, can't you? Just about. Well, define what you would want to. Well, I don't know. I mean, up to 50 caliber, that kind of a thing. I, I was thinking of that General Electric 30, cal- 30 millimeter Gatling gun on the oh, A-10 well, Warthog. I'd like to fire off one of those one time. You're way, be, you're, you're way ahead of me there. I don't want to have to pay for it. I just want to fire it off. <laughs> <laughs> no. So we're having a great time here. It's a nice place for the family. We're here shooting sporting clays. Uh, Kirby, you've pretty much just started shooting maybe the last year or so for shotgun, wouldn't you say? That is correct. Uh, coming out here with my wife a little bit, and if you're interested, they do have a, a woman's program, and she's really got into this out here. The big thing is you got to make sure you get a gun that fits her or fits the woman. And it's a sport that the whole family can do. And it keeps you aware of what's going on for safety with a gun and how important it could be for home security. Yeah, it's nothing, nothing wrong with a 12-gauge if she can handle it. That's true. No, but they're probably down around a 20 gauge is more appropriate. But it also uh, keeps you uh, firmly aware of of the uh, rights that we have in this country relative to our Second Amendment and and the right to have arms and and uh, to have them responsibly. Uh, and it's just wonderful to have a facility this close to where I am in Corona uh, to uh, have this kind of opportunity to come out here and shoot. You know, one of the things they do is you can get a key. You know, which uh, yeah, you can own so many targets and so forth, and you can shoot whenever you want. Wow. And so, you, you, can, you know, I, I wouldn't mention 11 o'clock at night. It's going to be a little hard on those farther targets. But, um, you know, if you can only make it late afternoon, we have a lot of late afternoon sunshine and, you know, spring and summer out here in Southern California. And it's nice little breeze gets blowing out here. But you have an opportunity just because you can't make it during business hours doesn't mean you can't come out and have a great time. Be a member. I understand you have to get here pretty early on the weekend. The, yeah, line, we, the lines can get kind of long. Yeah, we saw that this morning. At 8 o'clock, uh, they had a line out the door. So... That's for the pistol shooting. Yeah. And that's it's sad because we have so few places, really, that we can shoot in an organized fashion. We, we, you know, there's Rahagis, there's a Prado, um, and then there's a long gap between those two. Uh, there's one up at Lionel Creek, but that's, you know, that's up at Lionel Creek. And everything else is pretty much private. So it's, it's the only open public spot you're going to have in this general area. How long have you been shooting, Phil? Um, well, it's funny you ask that. Uh, firearms were my my uh, teenage rebellion. See, my mom was anti-gun rabidly, so I was never allowed to own anything. So to be a radical teenager, I got a job at a gun store. So, <laughs> you know, Buckhorn Guns in Glendora, and it was absolutely the best place for a 15-, 16-year-old guy to work and cleaning the glass and uh, emptying the trash cans and vacuuming and working my way up there and i could not buy a firearm until my 18th birthday so i bought one on my 18th birthday about my hunting rifle i still have wow um so the answer to your question is about a hundred years then i've been shooting <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, everything's different. A shotgun, you know, I, I started shooting this kind of stuff, sporting clays, back with, uh, with Mike Rahagi and some friends out here. Late 90s is when I, you know, 96, 97 to maybe 2001, I was out here a lot and enjoyed it. But work changes, time changes, family changes, and um, kind of stopped shooting the, the shotgun and did other things. And I came back into rifle shooting maybe three, four years ago a lot and pistol shooting. And geez, this is just something I just love to do. Well, from a personal perspective, I had the opportunity to uh, spend some time with you uh, a couple of weeks ago on, on, a, on a training basis relative to handguns. And, and uh, it was uh, uh, very, very well done. And I learned a tremendous amount uh, on the safety aspects of the guns, how to operate them properly and, and how to hold them correctly and then how to shoot them uh, and uh, we did a pretty good job on that target that day. You did an awesome job, and thank you for saying that. No, it was a lot of fun. We do uh, I do some small group training out at the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. Excellent location, too. Nice, clean. Yeah, very nice. Friendly people. You know, again, that's indoor shooting. This is for shotgun out here. Right. But, um, no, we had a nice time. I'm glad you were able to join us. And what do you got to get you out there, Kirby? Sounds like a plan. Let's go ahead and do it. <laughs> okay. So what do you think about shooting today? A lot of fun. Um, the uh, the moving from uh, station to station uh, made it very interesting. Uh, those doggone rabbits uh, bouncing across the ground those are a little tough. Now, for uh, those of you who who, are, who were not actually shooting little bunny foo foo hopping through the forest, <laughs> they have a hardened plastic or not plastic, but it's a hardened clay target that looks like a flattened frisbee, and it's thrown sideways along the top of the ground, and it bounces and it hops, and it's very unpredictable as to where it was. Where, when you shot is not where it is when your shot gets there. Uh, that was correct every time for me. <laughs> well, they broke eventually. <laughs> How do you like the rabbits? I like the rabbit after somebody told me a while back where you really aim for the rabbit. It makes a big difference. You don't aim at it, you aim below it. That's good, and, and hopefully you can knock some dirt into it and knock it over. <laughs> the other thing is you can wait it out. So wait it out till it's just about to fall over, then shoot it. <laughs> but for a group this size, it was extremely well organized, and we we uh, we progressed from station to station without very much difficulty. And uh, we were five of us in our group, and and we seemed to uh, to uh, 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 go through the uh, the required number of shots uh, at each one of them pretty cleanly and pretty rapidly. So yeah, it was shoot, a lot of fun. Shoot and scoot, just get in and shoot and uh, scoot. There's a good know, one, and uh, not not hold up the line, but be efficient in our time management. Yeah. yeah. Because we're all busy people. Well, that it was. It worked out real well. Well, thanks, you guys, for joining me. So what would you say to somebody who's not tried sporting clays? What would you be your word of advice, Al, your sage advice here? Oh, I think that it's something that you have to expose yourself to. Uh, come out and at least uh, uh, look at what's available and spend the time to go through a box of ammunition just to get a feeling for what it's like. I think you'd really enjoy it. One box? Well, that's one box leads to another. It's like it's like eating cookies. I'm watching uh, I'm watching Phil saying you're eating cookies. There's one after another. So. That's that's a secret radio trick. I asked him a question. I grabbed a cookie. Put the microphone down. How about you, Kirby? You've been you've been starting uh, more serious shotgun shooting. So, what advice would you give people? It's a great place to come out and shoot. But I would recommend if you've never shot before, get a lesson. They're not that expensive, and you can learn a lot from the instructor. Because if you're a rifle shooter, it's an entirely different ball game when you're shooting a shotgun. So it's it's worth the lesson. You know, not only that, but a good coach can help you mount the rifle correct or shotgun correctly. And if you're doing that and your stance is right and your mount is correct, you're not going to get bruised. 
A lot of people, you know, complain that shotguns kick too much, but a lot of it has to do with where it's held and how it's held. So get the coaching and uh, save yourself the, the pain of the learning curve. And it doesn't have to be expensive to begin to get involved initially. You, there's uh, uh, guns at all different prices. and Or you can rent one. Or uh, you can rent them. So it's a, it's a wonderful thing to do, and I would encourage anybody uh, with a family to bring uh, bring the kids out and, and experience it. Awesome. Folks, I want to thank my sponsors, Vince Bullseye Sport, Tom Reese over Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, Chad Carlson of Prado Olympic Shooting Parks, uh, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, and uh, we're just having an absolutely great time out here. Thank you guys for joining me. And, folks, we'll see you next time. Thank you. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Mop and Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.